ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in over 1,200 regions from literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our our listeners around the world in the countries of France, Australia, and Mexico, and in the states of California, Washington, and Idaho. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. Since August 24th, at the end of each show, I've been sharing the name of an archangel and what their main purpose is or information about a special spiritual group that wants to help you and all of humankind to grow and evolve. Be sure to listen at the end of the show today to learn about Archangel Serena. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 30 three tips for self-empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, your intuition, your gut feelings, your guidance. Our limitless higher self is the wiser part of ourselves, the part that knows the truth of who we are. Our logical mind is so loud, however, that it often drowns out the whisper that is trying to guide us on our authentic path. As you learn to listen to the still small voice within, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. This connection gives you an inner foundation of love which eliminates fear. It is through this love that you can heal the planet and yourself and make the shift into the fourth dimension. Our higher self helps us find safety and even save our own life and others' lives. We must train ourselves to trust our higher self and never go against what we feel and believe. Don't talk yourself out of something or let what others say or think influence what you do. Please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today, trusting information you receive. When you're having difficulty making a decision or understanding something, just before going to sleep, light 13 white candles and write on a piece of paper what you need to know. Your unconscious mind will work on the answers. When you wake up in the morning, you'll have the information you need. Trust it and act on it 
the more you use this technique, the stronger it will become. It will help you develop your intuition, your dream life, your connection with your higher self, and learn to rely on what you know to be true deep within yourself. In a world where we are taught to believe only what we can see, touch, hear, or smell, it's challenging to learn how to trust our intuition, our dreams, and our connection with the collective unconscious and the spiritual realm. This is more important than ever now. Just because someone in authority says something, it doesn't mean it's true. Every dictator and despot has proven that to the world. We must be open to what others have to say, but in the end, we must trust what we know deep within our heart and soul to be true for us. As numerologist Alice Rosen said last week, the keynote for this year is truth, which includes discovering our own truth, being true to our authentic self, and discerning when others are telling the truth. In our first show of the year, Psychic Dwan Washington emphasized the importance of our growing in hope, compassion, and love. He called it a soul lesson for this year. That's why my next workshop is Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. No matter what is going on in your life or in the world, you can always find something to be grateful for. Happiness is the result of how we think about our circumstances and not what our circumstances are. When we focus on the negative, that's all we see and we miss the amazing things that are good in our lives. I've learned to notice what I wish were different, but not dwell on it. I no longer get stuck in the pain and drama. Instead, I keep my attention on the good things, the things that make me smile and bring me joy and hope. From that place of gratitude and happiness, it's easy to bring in more of the same so that the good things keep multiplying. When something is especially challenging, I focus on what I'm learning and how I'm growing in wisdom, knowledge, strength, patience, compassion, empathy, and or love, including self-love. There's always something to be grateful for, yet 80% of our thoughts are negative, and even worse, 90% of our thoughts about ourselves are negative. We worry one to eight hours a day. Most heart attacks occur Sunday night due to worry about work, and only 8% of what we worry about actually happens. Negative thoughts eat up our time, energy, health, and self-esteem. We must discover new ways of thinking and focus on hope and silver linings. Our very lives depend on it. In our time together during the workshop, you'll learn how to shift your thoughts from fear, worry, and negativity to hope. Find the silver linings in every situation and have compassion for yourself and others. We will be meeting on Saturday, March 3rd. For details and registration, go to paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop in your area or another one like 21 Steps for Healing Your Body, which helps you heal through the spiritual realm, physically, mentally, and emotionally, and even reverses aging. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing 
healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Zohara Hieronymus, who will tell us about the white spirit animals as prophets of change. My first two shows this year continued the tradition I started last year of having psychic Dwan Washington on and then numerologist Alice Rosen. Both shows were full of important information to help us navigate this year with more ease and success. Let me share a few highlights from last week. Alice said that this year is the year of truth. It brings in a major shift in consciousness. The veil is thinning between the physical and spiritual realms, making it easier for each of us to communicate directly with the spiritual realm. With the raising of our vibration, manifestation will be easier and faster this year. This means we must be especially careful to keep our thoughts positive. Otherwise, we will increase the negative energy in the world and in our own lives. It's also a year where people will be awakening to their authentic self. They will be discovering who they really are and what is right for them. In the process, they may change careers and cities and relationships that are not supportive of their authentic self. There will be a balancing of male and female energies and an emphasis on peace, ease, and negotiation, along with an increase in compassion, empathy, and love. With all this change, we must find ways to stay positive. For more information that will help you throughout 2018, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on numerology with Alice, please listen to October 2nd, 2014 and February 2nd, 2017. And be sure to catch Dwan's predictions for 2018 on January 4th. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. As one listener said, when she listens to a show more than once, the information sinks it at a deeper level and she picks up new ideas that she had missed previously. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting in the middle of the night when needing hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. This week, I received two beautiful emails from listeners. One was from a woman who moved out of the United States shortly after she took a workshop from me about 15 years ago. She wrote, I have been following your journey. It's beyond inspirational. I love your show, which I listen to often. Another woman wrote, I listen to your show for comfort. Thank you. I appreciate their comments. It uplifts my life. 
Now it's time for my silver lining story. The new energy emerging in the world is supporting our ability to grow in compassion and to stay positive and hopeful. I've been working on this in my own life for a long time. As my regular listeners know, I was amazed I, I was amazed though at how fast it was for me to take a huge leap forward in my ability to automatically feel genuine compassion and shift my own thoughts instantly away from judgment to blessings. Let me give you a few examples of how I did it this week. I hope you will use some of these techniques in your own life. I was listening to a news report about the words our president had used in reference to people from Haiti and African countries. As a judgmental thought started to formulate, I heard my mind replacing it immediately with, may God bless us all. Whether you choose to think this sentence or something else, we must find a way to say something to ourselves and to other people that tells the truth but doesn't speak derogatorily about other people, even when they've spoken derogatorily about others. We must keep our thoughts and words positive. I was having difficulty staying positive during my workshop on Saturday. My friend had texted me earlier that she would be on time when she was an hour late and not responding to my texts or phone calls. I started to worry that she had been in an accident. As soon as I realized where my mind was going, I stopped and said a prayer, asking God to give her the help she needed for her safety, health, and well-being. I felt instant relief. I knew she was in the best hands, and I could then focus on my workshop. It turned out that the delay was due to a misplaced phone. My friend was safe. She arrived in time to still benefit from the workshop. Experiencing the power of prayer in that situation was a silver lining. The next day, I was at Tango and dancing with a man who told me how he had gotten even with someone else by threatening him. I quickly assessed the situation and realized that there was nothing I could say that would change the energy in a good way. Instead, I felt compassion for this man who must be deeply wounded to have responded in such an angry, vicious manner. I found myself looking at his third eye, which is between his eyebrows and thinking the words, may God bless and heal you. That cleared the negative energy, and my prayer had a better chance of helping him than anything I could have said out loud. Part of staying hopeful is discerning when you can make a difference and when it's best to turn things over to God or to whomever you believe in as a higher power. Our guest today is O'Hara Hieronymus is an award-winning radio broadcaster, social justice and environmental activist, and professional artist. She founded the Ruscom Mansion Community Health Center in Baltimore in 1984. She hosted the national radio program Future Talk until 2008 and co-hosts 21st Century Radio with her husband, 
Robert, who had actually been on our show a couple years ago. Zohara is the author of several books, including her new one, White Spirit Animals. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you and repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about the kindness in the world, fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music and the joy of being alive. With all of the violence, hurtful words, anger and fear that's being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love, as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Read about and register for my Discovering Hope and Silver Linings workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, if you communicate with your pet, are you willing to stretch a little bit to communicating with animals in the wild? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Zohara Hieronymus, who will tell us about the white spirit animals as prophets of change. what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 
346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach millions of people. If this interests you, if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down, yes, that you're willing to stretch to communicate with animals in the wild. And I'm so pleased to welcome Zohara Hieronymus to talk about white spirit animals as prophets of change. Welcome, Zohara. And and I have to say to you that, um, or, or for my audience here, because I said it to you privately, that I have been waiting about a year and a half to have you on the show ever since um, your husband and Laura Cortner were on to talk about their book, Lady Liberty, and they told me that you were writing this book. So I'm so glad it's finished and you're here. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. You know, and so many of the things you said in your um, broadcast before this moment, I share your opinion entirely, and I, I love that you do numerology. You know, 2018 is an 11-year, 2 plus 1 plus 8 is 11, and that's a master path. And also, I love that your guests have spoken about this is the year of truth, because Jupiter just moved into Scorpio, which means all of our unconscious, all of our esoteric leanings, all of what's hidden and the occult will be expanded um, worldwide. So, I, you know, already, and even when you said, you know, look for the good, I've been a student of Hasidic Kabbalah most of my life, and one of the beautiful teachings is about concealed good. You know, we reveal good when everything's humming along and we have everything we want and la-da-da, and then something happens and we suffer or there's pain or there's loss, God forbid. Well, it's said that it's in those moments where we um, are so unhappy that we find the greatest good because the concealed good is like hidden light. And then when, you know, in a dark room, when all of a sudden you light the candle, it gets very bright very suddenly. And that's sometimes one of the ways to think of concealed good. I, beautifully said, and um, I also want to have you back to talk about Kabbalah because I have studied some, but I know you're um, really an expert, and these ideas have informed, help inform my life and help me change my life and my way of seeing the world and being in the world. So I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up, and um, I do hope you'll come back so we can talk oh, more about Well, that. and you know, the work that I did on the prophetesses of ancient Israel, Sarah, Miriam, Devorah, Hannah, Abigail, Huldah, and Queen Esther, is really describing the tree of life, which we all are. And it said, actually, that the lion coming to white spirit animals as prophets of change is, has been the guardian for centuries of the whole world. And when we look back through cultures like Mesopotamia and Babylonia, etc., um, the lion was often heralded as the psychic um, tool, a shamanistic partner for the queens. 
and the kings, and that the queen of heaven is seen depicted holding two lions on a leash. You know, the white spirit animals, interestingly, you talked about pay attention to your visions. My whole reason for writing this book was firstly my lifelong love of animals and my lifelong practice of animal communication with domestic animals for the most part where people would call and say, I can't find my dog or what's wrong with my cat, that kind of thing. But I had a waking day vision in 2013. I was washing dishes, just like I love the Zen say, you know, (laughs) carry water, cut wood, something like that, chop carrots. I was washing dishes, and all of a sudden I was surrounded on this place on our property we call the path, which leads into about 30 acres of woods, surrounded by these white spirit animals, a white buffalo, white deer, white snake, white shark, white wolf, white lion, white bear, etc. And I really felt... Dr. Paula, like I was standing before revered elders, uh, I bowed my head in this vision and I said to them, you know, why have you come to me and what can I do for you? And they told me immediately in a voice that was as if they all spoke in one language at the same time was to tell our story. And they didn't want me to like just tell the story of the white buffalo or just tell the story of the white lion, but to look at at least five or six of them because they said then our story and our purpose and our collaboration with humanity will be better appreciated, and they were right. Uh, They taught me things that no book could teach, and as you also teach your community of listeners, you know, my my life banner has been, don't tell me what to do, (laughs) that's one, and number two, I will decide for myself what is true. That kind of, um, I guess, expression of free will has, has marked my life, even my rebellion in childhood and adolescence, but... It made it possible for me to believe in the things that I saw and that I experienced even when our culture said that's not possible. Like when I set up our holistic healing center 34 years ago in Baltimore, there was nothing else like it in the country. And we're under the shadow of Johns Hopkins, and people said, what do you mean homeopathy and acupuncture and chiropractic and nutrition? And, hey, you're not a doctor, you're not a nurse, what do you know? But I followed a vision. So same with the white spirit animals. I had a vision, and I pursued telling their story as a day telepath, as a waking telepath, I'm very practiced. I wanted to try to experience what the shamanistic cultures, the healers, tradition chiefs, you know, and and others have used throughout the centuries, which is dream telepathy. You know, the Greeks used dreaming for healing and prognostication. Um, The prophets used dreams to tell the future. So I practiced something you described, which is called dream telepathy. For every night, before I even began writing about the book, for a year I did this, I would concentrate on only one animal at a time. So I started my book with Bear. So for a month, every night before I go to sleep, I'd ask Bear to teach me what they wanted me to know in order to share their story. I did the same thing then with lion and then with elephant. And then I wrote up, you know, two sample chapters. People think when you publish, you just write a book and hand it in. Well, you have to hand in sample chapters. First, it took me a year to agree to do what they had asked me to do because I knew what a commitment it would be. Then it took me a year of dreaming before I did any research because I wanted an authentic firsthand experience like the shamans have. And then I submitted the chapter samples, and then I wrote the book over a period of two years. But after doing so, all five of these mammals, the bear, the lion, the elephant, and the wolf, and the buffalo, are all apex guardians. And this is what I came to appreciate. They guard over such enormous ecosystems, and unfortunately, they are the very mammals humans like to kill, either for their body parts or as trophy animals or just for the pleasure of bloodlust in their murder. 
And the truth is, these five mammals are apex guardians over woods, rivers, savannas, um, lands that without depreciate. And the loss in ecosystem life itself accelerates. And, and the truth is, and I think probably your audience already knows this, that there was a report. And do you mind if I share this for a moment? Please. It was written in 2014 by the World Wildlife Fund's Living Planet Report. And they reported, and this shocked me, and had I not done this book, I don't know that I would have come across this, that our Earth's wild vertebrate population, that means our mammals, our birds, our reptiles, our amphibians, and our fish, declined by 52%. That's more than half between 1970 and 2010. You know, this time period is called the sixth extinction, though the Maya called the flowering of the sixth. So what it comes down to is we're losing 27,000 species a year. That means that within 30 years, 50% of all the Earth species, including humans probably, will be gone. And so when I learned of this and then I asked these elder animals, you know, what can we do to preserve more life? That's when they explained to me, save us, save as many of us as you can. Save the bear, save the elephant, the lion, the wolf, and the buffalo. They each have such important roles within the ecosystems they live in upon which the other animals in the ecosystem and the insects and the humans that revere these animals depend. And so that was their first message to me, quote, save as many of us as you can. Wow. Um, yes, you know, I had just read this morning um, that 25% of the Earth species will be extinct by 2050 if we don't do something. And so, you know, which really supports is another way of saying exactly what you just said, so that we we must do something in order to change where we're headed. No question, and this administration has just been devastating for all human population and all wildlife population, and the notion that our national parks and our prestigious reserves should be disturbed for short-term ruination and very unnecessary what's questionable profits um, needs to be stopped. But, you know, the, the important thing about the white spirit animals and why I've called them profits of change is that in every society that has revered them, whether it's the Zulu of Africa and the white lion or the Asian and um, Indian population of Hindus and Buddhists who revere the white elephant or the wolf of all the great indigenous tribes of the northern continent or the buffalo who are really our soil restorers and they make it so we don't have deserts in the prairies. All of these animals have been revered by sacred societies for millennium. And it's said that since the last ice age when comet fragments hit the Earth, that's about 12,500 years ago, that's when we had the massive floods. And it was at that point we had survived with these animals and their guidance through the ice age. But we came into a different kind of symbiotic relationship as the ice retreated and we came down you know, into the plains, which became fertile. But the important thing about these apex guardian animals is that all of the traditions that revere them have treated them as educators, collaborators, elder teachers, and creator kin. That These are not beneath us. You know, our notion of species entitlement as humans, that just because we can abuse something or dominate something, certainly doesn't mean we should. 
And Darwin has been so misinterpreted, and I think it's important to say, because firstly, he regarded his greatest contribution as showing scientifically that there's no such thing as species entitlement for the human, that we are not superior to humans. We are just different from them. They have consciousness, they have memory, they have love, they have family, they have history, they have community, they have celebration, they have joy, they have pain, they have suffering, they have burial ceremonies, they have newborn ceremonies. All the things we have in human culture, they're just a different kind of culture because their role is different. But their role is so vital to preserving the planet intact. I mean, we could lose billions of humans and it will probably do the Earth some good. Sorry to say that. We can't afford to keep losing our animals, our insects, etc., because they are actually what preserve the planet's wellness for what wellness we can restore. And on the spiritual level... They each have taught our elder senior guardians, our indigenous peoples, our shamans, our medicine healers worldwide. They have educated them. You know, Bear is really responsible for teaching the natives about smoke medicine and smudge medicine and crystal healing and dreaming and preparing ahead of time and hibernation and so many amazing things. And the lion teaches us all about this amazing process an ability we have to be noble-hearted guardians. You know, they're like the kings of alchemy and the queens of the heavens, and they teach us how to transmute our hearts into hearts of gold. And then the elephant is, like, I think the most compassionate, the most refined, the most evolved creature on earth, even beyond humans, in terms of their disposition. They really, um, you know, they live 80 years, the same as a human lifespan, and they're extremely telepathic, um, they have always been the teachers of how to take care of a whole community. And like the bear and like the lion, the elephant too, you know, the, the female herds stay together for life. And they only join males to breed. And then the little males at two to four to six years, depending on the species, leave the clan, leave the herds, and go live with other males. So when you look at human societies that used to be matriarchies, they really learned how to do matriarchal culture, which is an ethos of care, you know, centered around the welfare of the mother and the children, which we don't have. Under Western patriarchy, we've brutalized women and children and all sentient beings that aren't white males for the most part. Um, and this is what the animals are really exhorting us to do, is to restore our culture to a culture of love. And, you know, they, it, when we talk about people in a derogatory fashion, we say, oh, my God, what an animal. I've gotten to the point where I say, don't do that, you know. <laughs> an animal is extremely evolved, does their job entirely and precisely as they're educated to do from their mothers for the most part, where to hunt, where to eat, how to take care, how to play, how to survive, how to mate, how to breed. Um, things that in matriarchal human cultures used to be common. You know, that these were the important lessons we would teach our sons and daughters. So, who have I touched on? Wolf. You know, wolf people are close to because the wolf, like the dog, have been with us since we became hunters, since we came out of the caves, basically. And they really are the guardians of the threshold, you know, like Anubis. They are the Anubis. They are the guardian as we move in and out of life, which all of these tribal communities, you know, revere and think of as a continuum. It's not an end and a beginning. It's a long continuum in different phases. So we have material form, we have a body for a while, and then we have immaterial form, and we're spirit form, but our soul continues. Then we come back into material form, so it's wolf that helps us do that. And then finally, buffalo. And I I have a very 
precious relationship with buffalo and bear and wolf and elephant and lion. But buffalo came to me years before I started the book, and I think I met them in the way that our Native traditions have known of them. They are most gracious, most brave, most intelligent. You know, they're referred to as stupid, but they're not. Um, And they are really guardians of the soil and all that blesses the soil with seed. And so, thank God, Obama named the bison as, that's its formal name, is bison. It's actually bison bison, which is a woods bison, um, as the national mammal of the United States now joining the eagle. So, this is wonderful news. How fascinating. Um, And there's so much to explore here. I think that this would be a good time for us to take a break so that we can come back and, 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 uh, and, and talk more. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space between sleeping and, and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down if you're willing to explore having a richer dream life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Zohara Hieronymus, who will talk more with us about the white spirit animals as prophets of change. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today... 
please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down that you're willing to explore having a richer dream life. And I'm so glad we're here with Zohara Hieronymus talking about the white spirit animals. Um, Zohara, you have such a wealth of information. um, and, And I'm so grateful for your sharing so much with us. Would you talk to us some, please, about the tea? teachings that the animals revealed to you? Well, you know, as I mentioned a little earlier, I practice dream telepathy, which you've described. So before I'd go to sleep at night, depending on which animal I was writing about, and I write in cycles. I wrote the whole book once, chapter at a time, then I go back through it again, and then I go back through it again three times, all in sequence. Um, And so dreaming with each animal, they would give me clues. And I'll, I'll give you an example. So, Wolf, when I was dreaming about Wolf, there was a dream I kept having of an African-American man with an empty truck, and he assured me he was going to fill it up with produce and go on the road, which I always thought was the answer to these food deserts in our cities, just take some produce on the road in trucks and chop inside these big trailer trucks. Three nights this happened, and, and with these words, one was preservation, one was conservation, one was restoration, all things I've worked on my whole life as a environmental activist and as a steward, etc., as many of your audience have, finally on the third night I realized what they were telling me. It's CPR, conservation, preservation, and restoration. Wolf was saying the earth needs CPR, that if we're not careful, the bear den will be empty. You know, the elephants have already faced a 50% extinction. They're in a horrible situation because of ivory trading, but China has now said they'll no longer accept ivory, and there are polymer you know, other things you can use instead of it. But um, I thought it was important to just share that because dreams aren't always clear in the beginning, and you have to persist. Another one I had was when I was working with Elephant. Elephant was just the most remarkable being to learn about because of their compassion towards humans, though humans treat them so horribly. And the way we break them in order to dominate them is no different than breaking prisoners inside prison camps. And the isolation that happens and the torture and the brutality, just look it up. Go look up Fajan or or just the breaking of elephants. You will be disgusted. Um, But one of the things they had me dream about, which was strange, were two men. And for three nights, I could not place who they were. Finally, on the fourth day, I got it when I woke up. Oh, that's Charlie Rose. Oh, that's Senator John Warner. So I did a minimal Google. You know, I call the Google the, the Google magic ball or the magic Google <laughs> ball, like we used to have when we were kids, those little magic balls. Right. And it allows, as a dream telepath practice or as a dreamer who wants to see if they're getting on target, it allows you to look up very fast things you learn in your dream. So I Googled something minimal, Charlie Rose, an elephant. What came up was a program he had done with the head of the World Wildlife Association or some such group who were working to preserve elephants and to stop the barbaric ivory trade. Then I did the same thing with John Warner, and what came up was he had been to his Washington Lee's alma mater. They were having a mock political convention back in the 80s, and there was an elephant, which I believe to be Warner, 
Warner Brothers, the Barnum and Bailey's um, elephant named Jewel, who was euthanized actually in 2013 from in the Arkansas Zoo, but evidently Warner was very tender with this elephant. And what the elephants were showing me was that every act of kindness, every good gesture of will, every thoughtful thing we think, every caring hope we have is actually registered in consciousness, not just our own, not just the Akashic record, but in this case, in the elephant's memory. You know, these animals have collective storehouse history like humans do. You know, we have history books. They have history memory. And they can teach millions of years of history to each other, which they actually do. And as a telepath, I can vouch for it, because one of my teachers was a bonobo, who has since passed away, named Matata, one of the longest-lived held captive bonobos. She taught me all kinds of things about the Ice Age and the giant white dragons and how humans and bonobos worked together and the bonobos would save the humans they discarded. And, of course, our genetics are 99-point-something percent the same. Um, Anyway, so what I learned from each animal was in the dreams they would give me information that sometimes would take me days to put together, and that's why I'm sharing that very important to be patient with the process and the most important thing like when you do remote viewing or dowsing or anything is the more specific the question the more specific the answer and the other thing is don't try to analyze the information you get here's an example i did a reading for somebody of a dog and strangely enough it told me that all its upsetness was because it was missing its orange blanket so i told the owner i said well wherever that orange blanket is she goes oh my god i can't believe you said that we moved three years ago it's packed up in a box in the attic and I told them, you have to bring the orange blanket down. Of course, they reported back the dog was happy now and blah, blah, blah. So the, the reason for sharing that as well is that sometimes we may not understand the information we get. Don't judge it. Don't discard it. Just write it down and let time pass with it. Um, but I do want to share something else I learned. Um, at the end of my four-year odyssey, which I regard as being an ambassador for our Earth's great mammalian traditions, I had this dream. You know, I was standing beside this single majestic male buffalo. He was like, at this point, a cherished elder friend to me, a tribal chief, representing the 60 million buffalo that once grazed on the North American continent. So we were on a mountaintop plateau, and I want to share what I wrote in my book, overlooking, quote, an entire cosmopolitan city where their range used to be. Standing together with such a broad-scale view, he shared that, quote, when any one of us, human, animal, plant, or mineral, fulfills our purpose on Earth, we experience the greatest love there is. You know, these white prophet animals, according to all the indigenous tribal peoples worldwide that revere them, only come, make themselves available, make themselves present, make themselves known to us when we are in extraordinary dire straits and facing Earth changes, or as the Cherokee say, when Mother is going to cleanse herself. Um, This is what they did for us during the Ice Age. It said that their white coats, unlike their kin, like the white bear is actually a black bear. The white wolf is actually just a wolf, which could be a coyote wolf today. Um, That their white coat is to remind us of resilience, that we need to make ourselves and the earth resilient. And by keeping the apex animals that we call predators alive, we make those ecosystems more resilient to wild weather extremes. They can survive longer. They can provide us with tools. They can help us when there's earth changes. They can help us survive. And they do do this. And I think Native peoples know this about them. And so we can use telepathy to collaborate with them. 
You know, telepathy is really a skill of listening. It's much different than talking. You're really listening. And it's based on having empathy, you know, for everything we come into rapport with. And it's very important when we take on a spirit animal as an ally or collaborator to revere and honor the relationship just as we would with one of our elders. You know, it's respectful. It requires humility, a real desire to be of service, and then to follow through. So in my book, White Spirit Animals, which you can connect to online at whitespiritanimals.com, I profile these wonderful animal champions around the world who are doing their best to preserve the bear, the lion, the elephant, the wolf, and the buffalo, and what they do to do that. And in most cases, it's these enormous sanctuaries, preserves that are set up worldwide for what remain um, to be these species that we really need for our Earth's well-being. It's not just a question of, oh, I love the wolf, oh, I love the elephant. It's without them, our forests will be destroyed and our rivers won't flourish and the canopy opening that allows the lower animals and the savannas to eat won't be there. I mean, these animals aren't just there for our pleasure. They are literally nature's guardians, and I think that's important for us to appreciate. This isn't an option. You know, I've always said, Dr. Paula, if we, like, eliminated one football team a week and then a baseball team the next week and then the (laughs) basketball league the next week and then the soccer league, God forbid, the soccer league can be eliminated, everybody, worldwide, the world would be in an uproar. Where are we? Why are we asleep to the fact that 50% of our invertebrate population has already gone extinct? We lose 27,000 species a year. Do the math of how many that is a day, how many it is a minute or a second. So it's reversible only in the sense, A, obviously our carbon footprint, which we plant billions of trees will do it. If we go to sustainable agriculture, we'll do it. We don't have to invent new things. We have to stop doing the bad things. We already have very simple earth nature guided things to do to restore the earth and i talk that about that at the end of the book of why support community sponsored agriculture why restoring our soil is absolutely vital worldwide and is now happening in cuba in china in russia but you know the united states we have idiots still in charge even though the wonderful organic farming movement sustainable permaculture movement grows and grows and grows now Um, Still, we have policy in this country that is so destructive to our soil and our health because the soil is what determines the health of the planet. All the plants, all the animals that eat it, we eat the animals and the plants, and just because we have food doesn't make it nutritious. So there are a lot of things in the book. I also talk about listening to children. The prophets of the future are women and children. Encourage children to dream big. Don't discount when they tell you they're talking to somebody on the other side. They in most likelihood are. Um, And they, like animals, are very simple. So the key to talking to animals is, no, don't judge what you hear when you talk to the squirrel about what it wants and it says, I don't like the seed. Okay, go do something about the seed. Or when, you know, you hear of somebody needing something down the street but you can't go to them, send them a loving thought. Thought is real. It's substantial. So telepathy is the way to work in the invisible realm to bring into the material realm the best options we have. And that's what the animals are telling us. We are available to school you. We are here to teach you, and we are here to help you. Look at what we do, and you will know what to do. And that's the truth. I mean, it's simple but true. And and even though they are... Um the guardians and um, and and help to protect and <clears throat> keep 
um, our, our, our universe, our earth functioning at, at a high level, we don't respect that. We don't have an understanding and a respect for it. And as we begin to understand that we are all in this together um, and, and that we all count every animal, every human being, every plant, that we can begin to work to, to, to save life and to honor and respect it. And, and, and it's not a difficult thing, truthfully. It's a daily thing. It's not a big, colossal thing. You know, as a kid, I wanted to solve world hunger. I haven't. So I work on the hunger of people's souls and hearts and minds and food and awareness of what kind of food we should be bringing into the world. But it's really interesting that in all of these societies, the traditions that revere the bear, the lion, the elephant, the wolf, and the buffalo, all point to off-planet elders as being where their teachers have come from, whether it's Lyra or the Pleiades or Alcyon, which most communities from millennium said. Um, but we got disconnected from all of that when we lost our meridian system, when Greenwich Meridian became the meridian system in the 1600s. It used to be that all sites on Earth were connected to a different marker, and that was the three great pyramids at Giza, because they point to the Orion star system, which points to Alcyon and the Pleiades, which is the galactic center. We lost and, all that. And, and, and I'm so sorry, because I know we could go on for a very long time, and our time for this segment of the show is up. I am so grateful to you, Zohara, for all that you have shared and what you are doing to to preserve our world and to give it CPR um, through these animals. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Whitespiritanimals.com. Absolutely. Um, If you are, um, so, um, and and also I have another website here, ZoharaOnline.com. So either of those will give you more information. And I want to thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to PaulaJoyce.com to like us on Facebook. And also to look at my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on or remote healing, past life regressions, to sponsor an experiential workshop such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment, finding silver linings. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Serena, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. She's the Archangel of her dreams and will help you remember and understand your dreams. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Serena, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me have a healing dream or tell me what I need to know in my dream tonight. 
ask her for her help when you go to sleep or in understanding the dream and look for signs, synchronicity, new information coming your way. She is helping you. Trust that. Please join us next Thursday when Michael Gelb will tell us about the art of connection on February 1st when Kathy Wilde will talk about creativity from the inside and February 8th when Jody Prouse will talk about addiction as a family matter. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.